0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fourth episode of my podcast, B is for Bisexual. I'm Laura Valtorta, and the name of this story is Animation. I have here with me Marco and Dante, who are helping me read the parts. And Dante is reading the part of Sydney, who is written as a woman but we like Dante's voice and we like his emotion and that's what we're all about. Marco is playing Rodolfo and I'm I'm giving voice to the other characters. Please remember to check out the Kindle book Be is for Bisexual and also check out my movies on Amazon and Tubi including the feature comedy Bermuda now we're gonna start animation
1: looks like Hamish moved out
0: Sydney wanted to lean into him and punch Rodolfo like a boxer sandbag hanging from the ceiling
2: yeah uh, she's been gone for
0: two weeks sadness engulfed Sydney like a wool blanket but she pushed it away trying to remember that Hamish was doing the work that she wanted employed by film nerd as a cartoonist. What 19-year-old would not want that job with those benefits?
1: You're an excellent mother,
0: said Rodolfo, putting his hands on her shoulders. The history of fostering and adopting flashed through Sydney's head like a streak of lightning. She never thought she wanted kids, but three-year-old Hamish had descended on Sydney's house like Santa Claus, fat and animated with an attitude.
2: Well, I tried, but I couldn't make her, I just couldn't make her go to college.
1: Living in San Francisco will educate her. She will change.
0: This is what Sydney feared, that her daughter would not be the same loving child running into the house or the shop, demanding cookies or carrots or Coca-Cola, hugging Sydney until she couldn't stop smiling. Even when Hamish broke things or bothered the cat, or dragged dirt across the floor from the garden. Tears came to her eyes. Maybe
2: maybe I shouldn't have changed her name.
0: Hamish had started out as something seemingly inappropriate. Tricky was the name. Sydney was afraid of having a teenage daughter named Tricky. They were all ignorant.
2: We didn't even know that that meant mixed tech language, so I changed it to Hamish. You know, after my grandfather, pretty, pretty simple.
0: Sydney had wrestled over this decision, especially after she and Rodolfo took Hamish to Oaxaca on vacation and learned the truth. Not so simple.
2: Why, Hamish just means James.
0: But well, what does James mean? Rodolfo was always so radical. It could mean stupid kid in Scottish.
2: Okay, Roddy, please. It's Sunday. Can we please just enjoy our breakfast?
0: Sydney had prepared waffles for the two of them like every Sunday. Rodolfo insisted on scrambled eggs and orange juice as well. Not many personal trainers ate that way. Sydney served Rodolfo his enormous breakfast and then sat down with her own plate of waffles and blueberries. So, where's
1: Leon these days? He left. Rodolfo slurped his coffee. You know they always leave me in the end.
0: Sydney placed her hand on top of Rodolfo's arm. What was the use of reminding him that good-looking or handsome did not always translate into likable or dependable?
1: Man, Leon had no sense of humor. I did not invite him to live with me for the jokes. Well, that's mistake number one, my friend. He had curly hair and big brown eyes.
2: Find somebody with curly hair, big brown eyes, and a sense of humor. You know, you, you, know you, you know you love to laugh.
0: Maybe. Rodolfo always told colorful jokes at their holiday parties. That began a priest, a rabbi, and a clown came into the bar. After breakfast, they walked downtown to, to downtown South Pasadena, which was about three blocks from their bungalows. They went to the book exchange, the video shop, and then Olympia's hair salon, Cut Me. Now that the coronavirus vaccine was available and they had all gotten their shots, they felt like true freedom men a walk on Main Street or eating hot tamales from the street fair. Olympia's salon was open on Sundays. She was trying to make up revenue she had lost during the shutdown. There was one other stylist on duty, Gabriela from Guatemala. Sydney felt that if she ever got married, it would be to Rodney, but Olympia would be her mistress on the side. The woman had style and business and brassiness at the same time. Her humor coalesced with Sydney's. One ran hot and one ran cold. They also looked very different from one another, which was cool. Whereas Sydney had straight black licorice whip hair, Olympia's hair was bushy brown corkscrews out of control. Today she had it dyed purple, swept up into a roll at the back, with curls twinkling on top. Ah, your new style looks good. Olympia touched the back and sides of her head. It's just an experiment. I like it. Business is slow. Anybody want a free haircut? Rodolfo jumped into the seat, and Olympia snapped a plastic gown around his neck. What about you, Sid? Gabby here can give you a super cut. Sidney did not hesitate. You should do it.
2: I want I want my head shaved ball on one side, the other side precise swingy chin length.
0: Rodolfo, Olympia, and Gabriella stared at her. You're kidding. I thought you savored the Joyce Carol Oates look. Head like a light bulb, long stringy hair, no chin.
2: Not anymore. My junk customers are beginning to look heavier than me. We can't have that.
0: Sidney ran a store called Curiosity. Gabby shrugged. I can be precise. She fished around for her razor. Just give me a trim. Olympia set to work on Rodolfo, but she looked worried. She kept glancing over at Sidney and Gabby and shaking her head. Have you heard from Hamish lately?
2: She calls every day. She loves that empty apartment we found for her. She loves her work. Is she coming home anytime soon? I hope so.
0: The shaved side of Sydney's head felt cool and free. She thought about getting both sides shaved, but people might think she had cancer. When Gabby was done cutting and the purple colored goop rinsed away, Sydney looked in the mirror and smiled. Holy shit, that's a new Sydney. Rodolfo nodded his head. I like it a lot. Olympia closed the shop and the three of them went out for sushi. Gabby said she had to get home to her husband and baby. Baby nothing. She's afraid to try raw fish. They sat down in a booth with Sydney next to Rod- Rodolfo. They ate sushi and then ordered dessert. I love your new look, <laughs> said Rodolfo. He reached over and stroked the hairy side of Sidney's head.
2: Oh my goodness, I love this breeze blowing across my skull.
0: You can say that again, said Olympia. The others had cups of low-fat gelato, but Olympia was scarfing down a huge caramel sundae with nuts. Sydney finished her lemon gelato.
2: Hey, you should come over to my house tonight and we can have a battle of the musicals. Music Man versus West Side Story. I rented them both.
0: Rodolfo clapped his
2: hands together once. Bernstein will win.
0: I can't sing.
2: We're not singing. We're just judging the movies.
0: Sydney was afraid that Olympia might not get the humor or the social relevance of this contest. I might be there if I'm not too tired. Sydney looked at Olympia and thought, she needs to stretch out her brain. West Side Story ran way longer than Sydney remembered. Rodolfo knew every word to every song. He got up and danced on occasion. Sydney made popcorn and lemonade. It was just the two of them. This has to
1: beat the music man,
0: said Rodolfo when it was over. Sydney was afraid to contradict him. When Rodolfo was on his, my mother is 100% Puerto Rican kick, there was no telling him that most PRs were 33% Asian and a lot of them were African, Italian and Spanish. There was no telling him anything. Puerto Rico became a separate universe. I don't want to watch any more movies. Let's sleep together, said Rodolfo. Sydney grabbed him by the wrist and led him, him the way. She was lonely. She wanted to join the universe of Puerto Rico. Luckily, Rodolfo had brought condoms. Some of them were colorful with different flavors. Rodolfo himself used the size medium. He was better at giving a luxurious massage than staying hard. Sydney did not mind. His strong hands pressuring her shoulders, feet and lower back felt so electric and relaxing she almost didn't need the brief intercourse. She came before he put on the condom. She massaged his shoulders with her sharp pincher hands. Afterwards they talked for another hour. Mainly Rodolfo talked.
1: I want to invent a massage robot. It will look like the actor Viggo Mortensen and it will do anything I command. The look is important. I don't want any of those weird assembly line, fiddle crab-looking robots with no heads giving me the once-over. This robot has to be handsome and smell good.
0: Rodolfo always wore coconut-scented lotion. Cindy wondered how her own body smelled. The last time I went to quick massage,
1: they took about 10 minutes and charged me $150. 150? I looked at that tiny, shrewish woman from Thailand and almost demanded my money back. She had long nails and bad breath.
0: Sydney worried about her own breath.
1: So I told her, honey, I'm never coming here again. And she said nothing but gave me a coupon for Kung Pao chicken. She was terrible, did a horrible job. I need to get certified as a massage therapist. You'd be good at that. Damn right. Listen, Roddy, do you think I drove Hamish away? No way, she's just growing up.
2: You know, v- once I complained about paying for UC Davis...
1: Hamish and everybody knows you're rich enough for, to pay for college. Heck, we are all rich. I checked the list price on my bungalow. It's $1.5 million. Yours the same. Olympia's is worth two with a fourth bedroom, and she has that tiny yard.
0: Sydney. Sydney was not surprised. They had all bought their houses in 1985. They kept things in order. None of them desired to move away. The next day at Curiosity, only a few tourists came in. So Sydney spent the morning washing and putting on display a large box of glass insulators she had bought at an estate sale for $10. Two of them were purple and Sydney knew their value was in the hundreds of dollars. Her dad had been a lineman who collected insulators. Her sister grabbed most, most of them when he died. Sydney had loved her dad, but he never would have understood Rodolfo or Olympia. He and her mother had often said adoption was unnatural. She couldn't expose Hamish to that. Her own name wasn't even Sydney. Three of the cheaper green insulators went into the window display. They were common, but beautiful. They bent the morning sun like prisms. At noon, Olympia came into the store bringing bagels and a huge bag of cherries. Her hair was like a purple puffball on top, and she wore a yellow pajama suit. Why did you put those ugly insulators in the window? Reminiscent of your dad? That, and they're beautiful. It's not like your father was good to you.
2: I mean, he paid for college, and uh, he helped me make a down payment on the store.
0: Sydney spread a tablecloth onto a sewing machine table. The sewing machine was missing and brought out two cold bottles of water. Did you sleep with Roddy? (sighs) Said Olympia before biting into a bagel and smear. Sydney looked at her. It's not that I care. He's a fag with a small dick. I prefer to do Leon.
2: Oh, man, you should have been there at our movie
0: night. Roddy wanted to jump you, so I stayed away. No problems. You heard from Hamish lately?
2: Well, we chatted online this morning. She just said, Mom, what happened to your hair? But, you know, after five minutes, she was into it. Um, She can't get away from work until Thanksgiving. She says she has a surprise for us.
0: I hope she's not knocked up or anything. Did she look happy?
2: Yeah, she really did. She loves her new boss, who's a woman from India. They're letting Hamish do a lot of character animation. I think I saw a boyfriend in the background. Anyway, there was some guy hanging around and a lot of that noise.
0: Olympia waved her bagel around. Things like that are going to happen when a daughter moves out. Invite me for Thanksgiving, why don't you? I can make the pies. Of
2: course. Yeah, of course. Ronnie will be there
0: too. He'll have a new boy toy by then. The morning before Thanksgiving, Hamish arrived in South Pasadena with three new friends, a boy and two girls, Sarah, Scotty, and Elizabeth, who all decided to stay at the nearby bed and breakfast and explore L.A. by light rail, which gave Sydney more time to talk with her daughter. They prepared the turkey and did other Thanksgiving rituals together. Sydney wrestled with the turkey. Hamish scored the cranberries and set them on the stove to boil with sugar and lemon slices.
2: Honey, your hair looks wonderful, and so does that outfit.
0: Hamish had, had transformed her thick black ponytail into a crisp cap that concentrated all attention on her eyes. She wore some mascara and a red pajama pantsuit. Aunt Olympia gave me the clothes. You know I don't have any style. That doesn't seem so to me. And Uncle Roddy gave me this watch. Hamish pointed to a thick white plastic bracelet. It looks cool, but it's hard to read the time. Oh, good old Rodolfo. Will Roddy and Olympia be coming for Thanksgiving?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know they miss you so much.
0: But not you, Mom. You're happy I'm living in San Francisco? Hamish was testing her.
2: You know I miss you every day, but San Francisco is at least in the same state. After Christmas, I'm going to close the shop down for a week and drive up to see you.
0: You can stay at my place. Roddy
2: will be with me. We'll uh, stay at his friend's house.
0: When Roddy arrived, he had his latest companion in tow, Gladys, from the gym. She was stout, wearing a railroad denim jumper with clunky shoes and a pearl necklace. She smelled like dog. The only thing attractive about her was her curly red hair. "'What's this place?' said Gladys in a scornful voice. She glanced around as though she expected to find secret hidden doors or a golden staircase in the bungalow. Rodolfo had informed them all that Gladys came from movie money.
1: Behave now. This is where my best friend, Sydney, lives. She owns the curiosity
0: shop. Never been there, said Gladys. She held out a bottle of wine. Once Olympia, Sarah, Scotty, and Elizabeth arrived, They all sat down to afternoon Thanksgiving. The turkey was tough, but everybody agreed that the sweet potatoes and dressing were food channel quality. Never had cranberries like this before, said Gladys. At my house, they come out of a can.
1: Everybody has their traditions. We always had paella at my house for Thanksgiving. Roddy, always with the European food. How do you kids get time off for Thanksgiving?
0: We had a choice, Thanksgiving or Christmas. I chose the first one. We could be finished with this movie we're animating before Christmas. Then I'll get six months off paid.
2: Wow, that's impressive. You know you could take some college classes.
0: Hamish rolled her eyes. They work you like ants while the feature cartoon is being created, said Scotty but then it's paid time off until the next project. He was a skinny white man with a mop of black hair who looked like he hadn't seen the sun for too long. When this one is finished, we should all go to Mexico, said Sarah, a smiling black woman who wore thick orange eyeglasses. Have you seen Hamish's project? Elizabeth wanted to know. She was a perky girl with spiky blonde hair. Quiet, Lizzie. It's a secret. After dinner, Hamish's friends crowded onto Sydney's leather sofa around Rodolfo, who was telling a story about three nuns entering a bar. Sydney feared the sofa might break. These were not tiny people. Gladys carried in three chairs from the dining room and sat on one of them herself. Hamish was connecting her Mac computer to the television gonna love this. The weight stretched out Sydney's nerves. She didn't like animation as much as Hamish. She had always shied away from films like Isle of Dogs and Toy Story that everybody else raved about. She only saw those cartoons if Hamish or Rodolfo or Olympia dragged her there. If this was a biopic about growing up in South Pasadena, Sydney was afraid she might laugh in the wrong place or fall asleep after all that Thanksgiving food. Hamish took the remote and sat down on one of the chairs next to Sydney. I'll hit the lights, said Gladys. The figures that danced onto the screen were a short, wispy woman with flat black hair, a spiral-haired, loud woman wearing yellow, and a handsome personal trainer with Popeye arms. The crowd on Sydney's couch cheered. The three cartoon figures danced and laughed and fought to hip-hop music until a small brown girl arrived. The girl had a bright smile and a long dark hair in a braid. The adult figures embraced the girl and danced around. Sydney felt tears spilling onto her cheeks. In Hamish's story, all three of them traveled to Mexico and then to Palm Springs on vacation. They hung out in Olympia's Salon, and at curiosity, the, le- the cleverest part of the cartoon was where their f- three bungalows came to life and took on personalities of their own, dancing houses.
2: You know, I um, always felt like my house had eyes and a face. I know it seems a little silly. You see, my
0: house is bigger and better looking. Damn good cartoon, said Gladys at the end. The crowd on the couch cheered and clapped. Sydney couldn't say anything. She hugged Hamish and then like the characters in the cartoon, she and Rodolfo and Olympia encircled Hamish together in a giant hug. The end.